The views and opinions expressed by the hosts of Black Talk Radio News and any guests represents their views and their views only and do not necessarily represent the views of the Black Talk Media Project or the Black Talk Radio Network. Hello and welcome to this Black Talk Radio News Brief. My name, of course, is Scotty Reed. On this particular episode, I will be taking a look at social media censorship as it pertains to the war in Ukraine with Russia invading Ukraine up to a few weeks ago. Now, I'm not going to get into um, like some of the past things I've gotten into in my reporting, but let me just state that some people in the black community feel like this is just a distraction. And I've said before, this isn't a distraction. This could lead to war, World War Three. But also, you know, as a um, black person here in the United States, and I'm seeing all of these reports, and some of them going back years about uh, the United States government through the Pentagon training, funding, and, of course, arming the Ukrainian military, including its Nazi uh, Azov battalion. Now, I've seen people on MSNBC, when, when I'm saying people, I'm talking about news personalities, but I've seen news per- personalities from CNN, to MSNBC, try to play down uh, the fact that you have Nazis in the Ukraine who have committed a whole bunch of uh, human rights crimes, and the United States government has been supporting them off and on for some years. This is stuff that's been reported over the years in Western U.S.-based media, but all of a sudden, uh, after Russia invades Ukraine, these Nazis just disappeared or something. So anyway, you know, Democracy Now! had published an article on Facebook talking about uh, the U.S. has formally charged Russian soldiers with war crimes. And so I made a post under that And one of the photos that I shared ended up getting me a three-day stint in Facebook jail. And, you know, for those that don't know me, I'm a journalist. I have been um, running a black media nonprofit since 2008. Uh, I'm the president of the Black Talk Media Project. I created a Black Talk Radio Network podcasting and digital radio program. And of course, I have the news program, which has been on uh, for over 13 years called Black Talk Radio News. So I am a journalist. And so I am also a U.S. veteran. I spent six years in the U.S. uh, Army um, and I served six months in the Gulf War. But yet here I am in the United States being censored, my First Amendment speech rights being violated. Now, let me make it clear. I do not believe private companies are beholden to the U.S. Constitution, but I do think it's important for those who use these platforms to know uh, how they are operating. I don't have to explain to black people. You can find plenty of articles about black activists uh, talking about the unfair censorships and and bans that they have received for talking about racism on Facebook. All right, so I'm under no illusion that Facebook has to allow me to even be on their platform. They can ban me for whatever reason they want to ban me. But the thing is, you don't get to pretend like 
you know, you're fair and you're an anti-racist platform. And, and then, you know, you're censoring speech when people are trying to expose racism. And that is what I have been doing for the past two weeks, exposing the racism in in Ukraine with their military, with their right wing government that came to power through a 2014 coup. And I think it's especially important to black people as we've seen some of those Hampton University alumni and students who are upset about their university president. And this is a HBCU, historically black college and university, but they're upset that their president offered free summer tuition for Ukrainian refugees and some of those alumni and students were talking about they were concerned for their safety. Did we not see how these people treated African and Indian non-white students who are trying to escape Ukraine and a lot of them are not, have not escaped and are being prevented from leaving. So I just wanted to tell people who I am because I do plan on sending this to some news outlets because I believe, you know, this is a story. And I I believe that uh, Facebook needs to be exposed. Listen, if I didn't run a media nonprofit, if being able to reach people wasn't in the business uh, model for a media company, I wouldn't be on Facebook. I I really wouldn't on on any of these social media platforms um, that practice, um, that have unfair practices. Let me just put it that way. All right. So in this video, And for those listening to the audio, you can go to blacktalkradionetwork.com or any of our um, video channels on the platforms we're on. We're on Rumble now, uh, BTRN, and of course we're on YouTube, BTRN. Um, You can go check out the video if you want to see this stuff. But for, for those that are listening to the audio, trust me. Just trust me in what you'll be hearing me describe. So let's get started. Today's date is March 24, 2022, and on Facebook, I came across this Democracy Now! post. U.S. formally declares Russia has committed war crimes in Ukraine. And, you know, we ain't even got to talk about the NATO war crimes in Libya, Iraq, Syria, anywhere else that they have been involved. But we can talk about war crimes that have been committed in the Ukraine, and that is what I said about to point out uh, in the comment section of this post, and I'm going to share with you the things that I posted. So, uh, what did I post next? What This is what happened next. I simply stated in my comments that the U.S., Uh, Excuse me, the U.N., meaning the United Nations, formerly documented war crimes committed by Ukraine's Azov Battalion. Um, And that's kind of hard for me to see. It's it's real low. So basically what I'm saying here in this comment that the U.N. documented war crimes committed by the Ukrainian Azov Battalion. That's their neo-Nazi, Satan-worshipping military battalion and regiment which was fully integrated into Ukraine's military and I was just stating by about me watching all this different um, media or having sources from all over the world 
uh, reporting on this type of stuff and and how the general attitude is, is that it's not that these other nations agree with Russia invading Ukraine, but they say that the United States is a hypocrite and it doesn't have any moral standing or legal standing um, to bring the charges. So um, that's what I posted. Then I posted the cover, which I'm going to let you see the cover. These You can see the stuff that I posted a couple of photographs. I, I posted a screenshot of the report on the human rights situation in Ukraine, which is dated 16 February to 15 May 2016 is when they were um, there investigating. And so this is uh, from the United Nations Human Rights. And I just shared that. And this is the next image that I shared. I just blew blew it up. Um, and this is of African-American U.S. military soldiers, probably U.S. Army, and or it could be the Marines. I have no idea. Um, but you, you have them at this so-called International Peacekeeping and Security Center in Ukraine, which is a de facto NATO base. In Ukraine, I think it's something like it's not that far from their western border with Poland. And NATO forces and U U.S. military have been training these people for years. And in this particular photograph, you have two African-American soldiers or black American soldiers. Um, and you have this Ukrainian soldier in the middle. Now, uh, Alex... I think his name is Rubenstein or Rubenstein posted. You may have heard about the International Peacekeeping and Security Center in Ukraine, which the Russia's um, that Russia struck it. So they're talking about that bombing with, I believe it was a hypersonic, one of those hypersonic missiles, Russia and China, only ones that have them. Um, you cannot stop them um, because they travel at about five to, to 10 times the speed or yeah, the speed of sound and they destroyed that base. That's the base that got destroyed. So it says previously us and Canada used it to host trainings of Ukrainian forces. Here's a trainee with two black us service members geotagging himself in Zimbabwe and posting 14 slash 88. So, those are white supremacist term. That's white supremacist terminology. Um, these, this is in Ukraine. These are African American soldiers, and then he tags it Zimbabwe, like he's in Africa or something. He's taking a dig at the uh, race and skin color of these two U.S. service members, and then uh, fourteen refers to the fourteen words of some Nazi American Nazi um, who's dead now. Um, but it's 14 words associated with him and white supremacy in the 88 is what white supremacists use as a symbol to mean Heil Hitler. So I shared that one. And then I shared another photo that I came across. Now, this is the photo and this is um, the screenshot here is saying that my post goes against community standards on dangerous individuals in organizations and it talks about how no one to see the post and all this and that. And so this was the photo that I was posting on, in that thread. Okay. And these are Ukrainian Azov 
battalion members holding a Ukrainian flag with Nazi symbology on it. Now, where did I get this photo from? Well, this photo was actually shared back in February, on February the 26th, by Dejan Kovacevic, um, and this is what he wrote under that photo, because I shared the photo on my profile page from his page. So, like this, and this has been translated, and, and that's why at the bottom it says, see the original and rate this translation, because he wrote it in, in his native language. And so I'm assuming that this person's somewhere in Europe. He's not in the United States, but yet his his photo, the same photo that I shared of these Azov Nazi battalion members did not get flagged, uh, wasn't removed, and it's still up. And this is what he wrote. So like this, my dear friends, when you write on the Internet, pray for Ukraine, you are in fact inviting us to pray for this. This is the Ukraine in Donbass has been fighting since 2014 years. This is Ukraine that has been since 2014 years to date. She has killed over 15,000 Russian civilians. This is Ukraine that burned alive Russians. This is Ukraine of the neo-Nazi squad Azov, who members were during 2014 years in Odessa, a soldier with over 80 Russians burned alive in flames. Again, this is a translation, so... This is Ukraine that covered Kiev with graffiti, death to the uh, Moscowists. This is Ukraine against which Russia launched an invasion. Think well and inform yourself well before becoming a herd of sheep who automatically divide statuses and prayers without knowing who you are supporting anyone for anything. Thank you. Warm greetings. So that's where that picture came from. That... Facebook said violated their community standards, but yet it's still up on Facebook on this non-U.S. citizens page, and it didn't get flagged, and he wasn't accused of promoting dangerous individuals or, or anything of the sort. So, this is what I got. Our standards on dangerous individuals and organizations, we don't allow symbols, praise, or support of dangerous individuals or organizations on Facebook. Now, remember, it's being reported that Facebook lifted its ban on even talking about the Azov Battalion because of their Nazi past and the war crimes they committed. But because you, the uh, Western world and U.S. military policy, State Department policy, the Biden administration has decided that, hey, we need these Nazis. And so um, I guess the Zuck has decided that, hey, we'll allow uh, people talking about them. So uh, it says um, we define dangerous as things like terrorist activity, organized hate of violence, mass or serial murder, human trafficking, criminal or harmful activity. So again, it's not that I was promoting these people, praising these people or supporting them, but as a journalist, as a U.S. citizen who is concerned about my government, uh, supporting Nazis and war criminals in Ukraine in order to just kill Russians. It, it, so I obviously was not doing that. I made a news commentary about them and who they are under an article talking about the U.S. has formally charged Russia with war crimes in Ukraine. It, and then it gave me an option of whether I wanted to agree or disagree 
Of course, I'm going to disagree with the decision because the context context was lacking and I was doing none of those things. Now, it does say symbols and I shared a photo with a Nazi symbol, but so did that other person. Okay, so did the other person. And so, it's, it, again, you know, this is violation of freedom of speech. But yet, you'll find these groups all over Facebook. So, anyway, let me move on. So, I disagree. Now, it says we usually offer the chance to request a review and follow up if we got decisions wrong. We have fewer reviewers available right now because of the coronavirus outbreak. We're trying hard to prioritize reviewing content with the most potential for harm. I mean, come on, they still going to use COVID-19, been going on two years as a reason why they don't have human beings to check this stuff. Yeah, they, they've been using this same thing for years because for years, you know, I've gotten bans. I've been on Facebook since 2008 and I've gotten bans for sharing a political cartoon that showed Hitler holding up a Nazi flag and a Klansman holding up um um a, a neo-confederate flag and said what's wrong in the caption said what's wrong with sharing a little heritage obviously that's political satire but I caught a ban for that then they reversed the ban then they banned me again I may have made a video about it it's been about a year or so alright so but you never have a chance to you know dispute these things they never follow up with you they, they never do and they've been giving this um this little disclaimer about oh we usually offer the chance to request a review, but we have fewer reviewers. They've been using that same message for years. Um then so I went ahead on Facebook and did a search on Azov. A Z O V. And as you can see, the first two searches that come up or, or the uh results that come up is Azov Battalion and Azov Regiment. And it is even saying Azov Regiment is popular now. Where's the reason it's popular? It's because um it's because CNN interviewed the battalion commander without letting people know that that battalion is Nazi. They're neo-Nazis. Because of course they're still trying to deny that Nazis exist in Ukraine and are part of their military and government. They come with the stupid question of, "Well, J J Zelensky's um, Jewish. He's of Jewish descent." Well, guess what? So were thousands of German soldiers during World War II. Okay, we can't we can't you know uh, tell you what's on the mind in the mind of an individual. Okay, so anyway. This is some of the stuff that came up. The Azov Battalion. How Putin built a false premise for a war in Ukraine. So again, and that's from CBS News. They're minimizing or trying to pretend like there are no Nazis there. Okay? I'm not saying this is Putin's sole reason for invading Ukraine. I think, you know, I agree with other um oh, I'm not really referring to myself as an expert, but I refer to the experts on this. Like William Burns, the former U.S. ambassador who wrote a memo in 2008 that said uh, Ukraine will be destroyed by Russia if, if NATO keeps pushing for them to join. Then the next article, famed Ukrainian regiment vows to defeat Russians. They're praising these Nazis, Azov Battalion. 
Then it says the Azov Battalion, Putin's excuse for war against Nazis in Ukraine. Well, what's the excuse for the United States Congress training, arming, and funding Nazis? When John Conyers, again, you can look this stuff up, it's in Western Media Press. When John Conyers, the representative out of Michigan, was still alive, he successfully got a ban for one year on funding these Nazis, and then they lifted the ban and started back funding them. Representative Ro Connor out of California, I haven't seen him chime in on this at all. They ain't had him on because he was in, the, in some of these news articles saying that there's no place in the world for white supremacy and we shouldn't be funding these people as he was pushing for the ban. But to hear these same outlets today, oh, Nazis don't exist. Zelensky's dad was Jewish. They, they couldn't be Nazis. Give me a break, man. Then here's another post um, about the um, Nazis. And let me move this so I can see. Commander of the Azov Regiment, Major Denny Prokopakinkos, I can't, I'm sorry, a friend of Reedus, comments for CNN on the situation in Mirapol. Okay, and so here's this guy say, at the very bottom, Ukrainian National Guard Azov Regiment. Maybe that's why Azov Regiment was trending on Facebook today. Maybe, you know, man. But CNN didn't tell you their Nazi history and the war crimes that the United Nations uh, Human Rights Body um, documented in 2016 about these people. Now, I have, um, I was watching the Gray Zone earlier today and they were saying that in the Greek media, in Greece, because you have a lot of Ukrainian Greeks that live in Ukraine, but, you know, they are, are descendants of, of the Greeks, and they have been attacked by these uh, Azov Battalion. First, it was saying that they wouldn't let them leave, making them stay in the apartment, so that if, if by chance, an apartment gets bombed and all these dead, uh, all these civilians get killed, then they can point at Russia, but you won't, wouldn't know that these Azov Battalion people, are, these Nazis, have prevented them from leaving. And even said in one report, um, said that they told people they could leave and, and uh, you know, escape through the, the um, corridor that's been opened up for civilians to escape and then start shooting at them and killing them when they tried to leave. Okay? So this is on Facebook. This, this person is being praised on CNN as a hero, and he is the commander of a Nazi uh, regiment in the Ukrainian military. But I get a three-day ban for just sharing a picture of some of his soldiers. Here, also posted on Facebook. It says the soldiers of the Azov regime who are now in Kiev are asking for a return to the eastern frontier in the fortress of many uh, Monopole. So it's heavy fighting going on. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but there's heavy fighting going on right there. Um, and 
they're on one hand they're saying that it you know Zelensky telling the media and the media running with it is being reduced to ash that port city and then you know in another one they're talking about all oh, the Ukrainians are winning and so you just can't you you just don't know what's the truth you know especially when you're dealing with the uh western press and you get these conflicting uh reports but you know here's a video praising the Azov Battalion, but I can't point out that they're Nazis. And if you can see that little black symbol on his uniform, it's actually a Nazi um, Satanist symbol. And I'll do another video on that. I, I meant to do one a couple of days ago, but um, just got behind on, because we got a new uh, digital radio server and I've been trying to get all our clients' accounts moved over there. So it's taking me some time. So I didn't get to make it. Um, but that black sun symbol, look up SS Nazi. Look up Nazi symbol, black sun. And this was a group of Nazis that were Satanists. That's what he got on his on his uniform right there. The black sun of those, of those Nazi battalions, SS battalions. And, and so, you know, um, NATO had actually tweeted out a photo of some female soldiers had that same symbol on. Then they took it off. They took it down. Talking about it wasn't clear what it was. Then why are you take it down? Because you knew what it was. You know, NATO. But so, but I get, I get, you know, a three day ban for just sharing members of this, of this battalion with their little Nazi flag. And given the proper context, this was also you have a regiment Azov group on Facebook, just like you had other white supremacist groups. They were organizing on Facebook. January 6th, they organized on Facebook. Proud Boys recruiting people on Facebook. Give me a break. Then. So I, I I I tried to post again because I didn't know. I thought I was going to be able to post until I got a review or whatever. But I've been unceremoniously banned without due process, without a review by a human, and it's saying that I'm I'm temporarily blocked because I posted something that violates Facebook uh, policies, which is a lie. So then it gave me a chance to dispute it, right? So I said, I, I posted in there what, you know, that I was no way praising these Nazis. I was in no way promoting these Nazis, but I was informing people that these are Nazis. And I shared a photograph that I got from Facebook, okay? I didn't, I didn't have this in my personal photos. I didn't go looking for it. I, it. I came across it on Facebook. Somebody in that region of the world telling you that these is Nazis who've been committing war crimes. But as typical, when you click to hit send, what happens? Could not process your request. We could not process your request. Please try again later. So I try again, 10 minutes later, same thing. 20 minutes later, same thing. 30 minutes later, same thing. Now let me break it down for you in case you wonder about why African-American like myself 
will be so concerned, some might even say obsessed with these Nazis in Ukraine. Well, that's because I know from F the FBI gave warnings. I've seen the Western news media reports over the years that, the, that and again, not over the years why it was being reported because it wasn't showing up in my news feeds on the different search engines, any of the news feeds I follow. I'm like wondering today how I missed all these stories about these Nazis in Ukraine and the Congress debating them. It's that, it's that algorithm. I, I suspect that algorithm, you know, determining that I'm an African-American and what have you. And, and it's determining what it thinks I want to see and, and what have you. So, I, you know, but it's important to me as a U.S. citizen, because these Nazis are going to come back home with their combat experience and all the things they learned from their Nazi friends in Ukraine. I'm talking about American Nazis and other white supremacist groups. Um, who have been going over there for years and are really being urged to go over there and help the Ukrainians kill Nazis. That's a U.S., that's a national security concern. That's a security concern for communities like mine. That's a security concern for Americans. It should be, but not according to the Biden administration and the U.S. Congress. Oh, we shouldn't be concerned. Even though the FBI reported that they've been doing this, along with infiltrating U.S. law enforcement. Okay? And then, you know, the other reason, and I had expressed this on Facebook when I read that story about that black man in his 60s uh, living in Detroit and talking about he traveling to Ukraine, he used to be in the military. He was a U.S. Army vet too, and but he's going there to help the Ukrainians fight the Russians because he probably was working for U.S. Aid, um, which is a State Department, you know, uh, um, organization that goes around under the guise of helping people, you know, with with different problems around the world, and they're really spies and, and what have you, but. I suspect that's why he was in Ukraine before teaching at a college, or he could have just went there to, you know, make a money grab. People do that. But I was like, this dummy must not know about the Azov Battalion. And he's just as likely to catch some friendly fire from these racist Ukrainians as he is to catch a Russian bullet. That any black person going over there is just as likely to get hit with a Molotov cocktail that Zelensky said he ordered his civilians to make and attack the Russian troops with, well, they just as likely as to hit, hit you as an African-American soldier, U.S. soldier, with one of them Molotov cocktails. So this, this is the reason why I'm so concerned about this, and this is why I won't stop. Now, if you're interested, if you're a member of the press and you're interested in this story and you would like to invite me on to tell my story, again, I'm a United States veteran, honorably discharged. Um, I was part, you know, I wasn't a combat soldier. I worked in communications, but, you know, I was six months spent in the Iraqi war. Excuse me, the first uh, war against Iraq, the Gulf War in the 90s. And, and then, you know, one of the reasons I got out was because I didn't trust the U.S. government reasoning for sending young men and women like myself around the world to die and to kill people. That's why I got out. Plus, reading Malcolm X's biography has something to do with it, too, as a young 20-something. 
So if you're interested in con- contacting contacting me, um, you can send me an email at blacktalkradiobaby at gmail.com, blacktalkradiobaby at gmail.com, or leave a voicemail message on the Black Talk Media Project's uh, business line, which is 704-817-2161. Again, my name is Scotty Reed. Peace and blessings to all.